Right now, it's time for Yankee baseball. Yankee baseball time again. Today's game, the New York Yankees and the Chicago White Sox from Comiskey Park in Chicago. Hello, everybody. This is Bob Delaney. And in just a moment, we'll be joining Phil Rizzuto and Mel Allen at Comiskey Park in Chicago, where the Yankees and the Chicago White Sox play the rubber game of their three-game series. The Yankees winning the opening game on Thursday night, and behind Juan Pizarro, the White Sox, evening things up last evening. Now let's pick up Phil Rizzuto, as he's just about set with the starting lineups for this afternoon's game under good weather conditions in Chicago. Crowd of about 30 to 35,000 expected. Umpires are just about ready to make their appearance at Comiskey Park. And it's just about a lineup time with Mr. Rizzuto, who is just about ready to move back of the microphone and move down those lineups. That's for you. For the New York Yankees, leading off and playing second base, Bobby Richardson. Tony Kubek will be at shortstop, batting second. In right field, batting third, Roger Maris. Mickey Mantle will be batting in the cleanup spot and playing center field. Yogi Berra will be out in left field today with a right-hander going for the White Sox. Yogi batting fifth. At first base today will be Elston Howard. Howard batting in the sixth position. Bob Sir played the last two games at first base. Did very well, by the way. Johnny Blanchard will be doing the catching and batting seventh. At third base, hitting eighth, Cletus Boyer. And doing the pitching and batting ninth, Ralph Terry. For the White Sox, leading off at shortstop, Louis Aparicio. Nellie Fox will be at second base and batting second. In center field, batting third, Jim Landis. Al Smith will be in right field, batting cleanup. In left field, batting fifth, Minnie Minoso. Doing the catching and batting sixth, Sherman Lalo. Andy Carey will be batting seventh, playing third base. At first base, batting eighth, J.C. Martin. And doing the pitching and batting ninth will be Ray Herbert. The Detroit Tigers were beaten last night by the Minnesota Twins, so the Yankees continue to hold a three percentage point advantage over the second place Tigers Baltimore winning their ball game last night are six and a half games behind the Yankees Cleveland eight games behind the White Sox 13 Boston 14 and a half Washington Senators 17 Minnesota 19 the Los Angeles Angels 20 and a half and Kansas City who took a double header from Washington 21 and a half games out all right, now we're about ready to go. Ray Herbert out on the mound for the White Sox has won seven and lost eight this year. Against the Yankees, he's won one and lost one. His lifetime mark against New York, five wins, 13 defeats, and his lifetime mark in the big league, 52 wins and 64 defeats. Herbert was acquired from the Kansas City A's in a trade when Herbert and Andy Carey Came over from Kansas City for Al Palasic, along with Al Palasic and Don Larson, four men from the A's. In exchange, the A's received Bob Shaw, Jerry Staley, Wes Covington, and Stan Johnson. 
Herbert is making his 21st appearance of the year. And this is his first appearance against the Yankees since coming to the White Sox from Kansas City. Bobby Richardson will be leading off for the Yankees. And Bobby has had two hits in each of the first two games played here. He's raised his average to 252. Has seven doubles, four triples, two homers, and 27 runs batted in. Frank Crosetti moves down the third base coaching box, and over at first is Wally Moses. The White Sox whip the ball around the infield. Richardson steps into the batter's box. White Sox play Richardson straight away, not too deep in the outfield. The first batter for the Yankees, number one. Second baseman. On deck for the Yankees is Tony Kubek. Bobby has a six-game hitting streak going. And here's the first pitch of the ball game. It's a little bit high, ball one. Herbert ready again. His next pitch, curveball popped in the air, the left side, Andy Carey. And then Louis Aparicio, nobody can see it. And Aparicio finally makes the catch, and that ball almost hit him on the head. Carey lost it. Aparicio lost it. Nellie Fox tried to get there from second base, couldn't get there in time. And Aparicio finally had to catch the ball in self-defense, or it would have hit him right on top of the head. You remember last night's ball game, the fly balls in the first three innings were lost by the outfielders. But the sun here at Comiskey Park is rough in the first few innings. Dilla starts moving over the roof here. Here's Tony Kubek. Tony batting 297, 23 doubles, two triples, five homers, 27 runs batted in. The pitch to Kubek is fouled out of play. Back up on the roof. On deck is Roger Maris. Even though the infielders and outfielders wear sunglasses, sometimes that ball gets right in the sun, they do no good. Again, the outfield playing Kubek straight away. Curveball hits the straightaway center field. Jim Landis flipping the glasses down. He's under this one, and he's got it. That's two away, and here's Roger Maris. Maris had a 12-game hitting streak up to last night when he went 0 for 4. Roger batting 284. Has 10 doubles, one triple, 34 homers, 82 runs batted in. On deck is Mickey Mantle. Two out, nobody on, no score on the top of the first. Herbert's pitch to Maris as a curve that's high, ball one. They used to have a sign on the scoreboard here in dead center that anybody that hit a home run in the dead center field bleachers would get $10,000. That was last year. We don't see it anymore. Fastball is over, strike one, one and one. Maybe they've been reading about the long drives that Maris and Mantle have been hitting this year. Or maybe they've been reading that the ball has been souped up a little bit. Either way, the sign is no longer up there. There's a high pop-up to the infield. Aparicio is backing up, glasses down, shading his eyes. He's under it. And he's got it. So Herbert had the Yankees popping up in the top of the first. Nothing across. The score at the end of one half inning, the Yankees nothing and the White Sox coming to bat. On the mound for the Yankees, Ralph Terry, who has won five and lost one. No decisions against the White Sox this year. 
His lifetime mark against Chicago, one win, four defeats. And his lifetime mark in the big league, 37 wins, 47 defeats. This is Terry's 15th appearance of the year and his 14th as a starter. Last appearance for Ralph was against Boston at the stadium on July 9th, the second game of a doubleheader. Gave up two runs, none of them earned, and an inning and a third. Louis Aparicio leads off for the White Sox, batting 274. Had 16 doubles, one triple, one homer, 22 runs batted in, 27 stolen bases. Boyer is in at third, Howard is in at first. The pitch is a ground ball. Richardson was right up with it, throws to Howard, one away. Ball was hit well, but just a step away from Richardson. Here's Nellie Fox, who's really having an off year. He's batting 258. Nine doubles, three triples, one homer, and 28 runs batted in. Boyer moves a little bit in further and closer to the foul line. Yogi playing Fox like he would a right-hand full hitter in left field. Pitch to Fox is a slow curve that's low, ball one. Mantle shades Fox in left center. And Maris is straight away in right, fairly shallow. Terry's next pitch is line to left field. Yogi is right there. He was playing him perfectly, makes the catch. Two away. And here's Jim Landis. Landis batting 284, has 10 doubles, 6 triples, 11 homers, 47 runs batted in. On deck is Al Smith. Two out, nobody on, no score on the bottom of the first. Pitch to Landis is a fly ball to center field. Mantle going back. Going back, and he makes a one-hand catch just as he crashes into the center field fence. And if Mantle had not caught that ball backhand, it would have been a home run. And that was a line drive that started to take off as it got out near Mantle. So the White Sox go down in order in the bottom of the first. Nothing across. And the score at the end of one full inning. The Yankees nothing and the White Sox nothing. Mickey Mantle will lead off for the Yankees here in the top of the second. Mickey batting left-handed against Ray Herbert. Batting 326, 10 doubles, 3 triples, 31 homers, and 77 runs batted in. Mickey's 31st home run last night was one of the hardest hit balls we've ever seen. As a matter of fact, Louis Aparicio said it's the hardest hit ball he has ever seen. It was a low line drive. Didn't carry higher than 10 feet into the left field seat. Mantle checks his swing on a low curve, ball one. On deck is Yogi Berra. Outfield deep, round towards right on Mickey. Herbert's next pitch is in there, strike called one on one. Mickey moved back away from that pitch, had the inside corner. 
1-1 fastball is low. 2-1 on Mantle. Here's a 2-1 curveball. It's on the inside corner. Strike two. Two and two. Both strikes to Mickey. Both of them called. Hit the inside part of the plate and had Mickey backing up. Mick steps out of the batter's box now. Asks for time. Has kind of a puzzled look on his face. Now he's back in ready to go. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Strike three. He tried to check his swing. Couldn't do it. It was a high fastball. We had to wait and see what Johnny Stevens called it. Mickey made a half swing. And he's out of there. First strikeout for Herbert. Here's Yogi Berra. Yogi didn't play last night with the left-hander Juan Pizarro pitching for the White Sox. Yogi batting 274. Six doubles, 11 homers, 35 runs batted in. On deck is Elston Howard. Pitch to Yogi is high, ball one. Fastball popped in the air down the left field line. Minoso over to his right. Getting under it, and he's got it in fair territory for the second out. So it's two away, and here's Elston Howard leading both leagues in hitting with a 369 batting average. Ellie has eight doubles, two triples, seven homers, 34 runs batted in. Two out, nobody on, no score, top of the second. Yankees and the White Sox from Comiskey Park in Chicago. Herbert's curve, low and away, ball one. On deck, Johnny Blanchard. Pitch is a drive deep to left field. That ball is gone way back. And over the roof. And right on out of the stadium. Elston Howard hit one clear out of Comiskey Park. A tremendous home run in left center field. And that ball had to be hit 450 feet if it was hit a foot. Man, Ellie really tagged that one. I don't believe he's ever hit one that hard. The whole Yankee bench standing up to greet Howard as he comes in the dugout. What a shot that was. Right on, out of the ballpark. And the Yankees lead one or nothing on their first hit. Off Ray Herbert. For Howard, his eighth home run and his 35th run batted in. Here's Johnny Blanchard. Batting 291. The pitch to Johnny, a base hit up the middle. On the first pitch, Blanchard singles the setup. And here's Cleet Boyer. Boyer batting 227. Eight doubles, two triples, three homers, 29 runs batted in. Fans still buzzing about Howard's tremendous home run. Boy, did that shoot out of here. I'd like to have been on that ball going to Baltimore tonight. I think it'd be faster than the Jet. High two-way, Blanchard at first, J.C. Martin holding him on. Stretch and the pitch to Boyer fouled back in the upper deck, strike one. We were just talking about anybody that would hit a home run and hit that center field bleachers or the scoreboard would have got $10,000. Well, I'd tell you, if that ball would have been to dead center, that might have gone against the scoreboard, at least in the center field bleachers. Again, Herbert sets. Fastball popped out in the short left center field. 
And that ball's going to drop in there for a base hit. Going to third is Blanchett. Holding at first with a Texas lead single is Cletus Boyer. So with two out here in the top of the second, the Yankees have put together a homer and two singles, have runners at first and third, and the batter is Ralph Cherry. Cherry is batting 345. He's 10 for 29, has one double, one run batted, and he scored twice. Terry and Whitey Ford have kind of a friendly bet as to who will get the most hits, who will have the highest batting average and the most RBIs. Yankee pitchers do that just about every year. All right, Boyer off first, Blanchard off third. The pitch to Terry is a curve and it's low, ball one. Bobby Richardson on deck. Terry digging himself a deep hole in the batter's box with his right foot standing up in front of the plate. Here's the stretch. The curve is hit on the ground of the shortstop. Apricio flips the Fox for the fourth on Boyer coming in. But the Yankees come up with one run on three base hits. No White Sox errors. Two men left in the score at the end of an inning and a half. New York one, Chicago nothing. Before we start the bottom of the second, we'll pause for station identification. White Sox, it'll be Al Smith, Minnie Minoso, and Sherman Lalo to face Ralph Terry. Smith batting 280, 14 doubles, two triples, 20 homers, and 56 runs batted in. Smith leads the White Sox in RBIs and tied with Roy Sievers for the most homers. They each have 20. Terry's pitch to Smith is on the outside corner, strike call. Ralph just flipped that ball up there, didn't have too much on it. Terry's next pitch is a slow ball in the dirt. One and one. Ralph holds the ball in his glove with his right hand down at his side as he checks the sign. Now the short windup. Fastball fouled back and out of play in the upper deck. One ball, two strikes. Terry has not thrown hard so far. By that I mean he's not firing that fastball that we know he has. He said his arm doesn't bother him. Pitch is swung at and missed strike three. Terry put a little extra on that one. He had Smith set up. First strike out for Terry. Here's Minnie Minoso. Minnie batting 267, 13 doubles, one triple, 10 homers, 42 runs batted in. Terry's pitch to Minoso is taken for a strike as Minnie ran up as though to bunt the ball. It's the second trip that Jack Murphy, our television director, has paid to the radio booth. High pop foul as Elson Howard is getting under. And Ellie makes the catch. Howard is wearing sunglasses at first base. Minoso flips his bat away. Two ways. And here's Sherm Lala batting 268. Lala with six doubles, five homers, 29 runs batted in. Terry's pitch to Lala, low inside, ball one. On deck is Andy Carey. 
Carries two nothing pitch. Low ball three, three and nothing. Now, as we told you before, Terry has not thrown hard. Maybe one or two pitches. So Ralph Hauk got coach loosening up in the Yankee bullpen. Three nothing pitch. Bounces off. Blanchett's glove and Carey's going down to first base. He rounds the bag but then holds on as Terry has to come in and pick up the ball. Blanchett lost it as it kicked off his glove. Went to the right. Johnny broke to his left. Just a base on balls. First one given up by Terry. Ralph Hopp now is standing on the steps of the Yankee dugout. He's quite concerned. Terry, as you know, was out for almost a month with a bad right shoulder. And he lasted just an inning and a third the other day against the Red Sox. Here's J.C. Martin. First baseman batting 226. Six doubles, three triples, five homers, 21 runs batted in. Ball game all tied up 1-1 on homers by Howard and Lala. Stretch by Terry. Pitch is over. Strike one call. Here's the stretch. Change up his line to right field, a base hit. Down the right field line, going to third is Terry. Martin's trying for two. Here is Maritz's throw, and he's out of there on a perfect throw from Roger Maritz to Tony Kubek. Man, that Maritz can fire that ball from deep in the right field corner. He threw a strike to Tony Kubek as Martin tried to stretch the single into a double. So for the White Sox in the bottom of the second, one run on two base hits. No Yankee errors, one man left in the score at the end of two full innings. The Yankees won and the White Sox won. Bobby Richardson, who popped to the shortstop in the first inning, leads off for the Yankees. Pitch to Bobby is a curved line foul down the left field line. Strike one. Ray Herbert out on the mound. He broke in with the Detroit Tigers. One ball, two strike pitch. Curve, pop to short left field. And this ball is trouble, and it drops in for a base hit. Bobby's going to try for two. Here's the throw, and Richardson is out at second base. And a perfect throw by Minoso. Holy cow, two great throws. One by Maris, one by Minoso. Richardson did stumble slightly as he rounded first base. But Minoso's throw to Nelly Fox was in time as Bobby tried to stretch the long single into a double. So it's one away, and here's Kubek who fly to center field in the first inning. That's the fourth hit off Herbert. Roger Maris on deck. Herbert's fastball popped in the air to left field. Minnie Minoso is moving onto this one. Pounds his glove, makes the catch, and it's two away. That'll bring up Maris, who popped to the shortstop in the first inning. On deck, Mickey Mantle. Herbert goes to the rosin bag. Here's his windup. Pitch is hit deep to right field, and that one, if it stays fair, is gone. And there's home run number 35 in the upper deck. Roger Maris hits his 35th home run in the upper deck in right field, fair by about 10 feet. 
And it looks like home runs are nothing today as the Yankees now lead two to one. And there are the Yankee teammates congratulating Maris. Man, what a year he's having. 35 homers and 83 runs batted in. Here's Mickey Mantle who struck out in the second inning. Nothing cheap about the home runs hit so far today by Howard, Lawler, and Maris. Pitch to Mickey, fouled back on the screen, strike one. Herbert was ahead of Maris that time, one ball, two strikes, but he got it high and inside. When Maris hits those drives to right field, they don't curve like they ordinarily do with a left-hander up there. There's a curve that's slow, one-on-one. Herbert comes back with a fastball that's high, two and one. Yogi Bear on deck. Two out and nobody on. Mantle steps out of the batter's box. Now Mick steps back in again. The 2-1 pitch. It hit Mickey's bat as he tried to duck out of the way and it bounces right in the White Sox dugout. Two and two on Mantle. Here's a 2-2 pitch. It's high ball three, three and two. Now the payoff pitch to Mantle. It's a curve outside, ball four. Mickey walks. First walk given up by Herbert. Mantle at first is Yogi Berra. Yogi flies to left field in the second inning. On deck, Elston Howard. Mantle leading off first. The pitch to Yogi is high and away. Ball one. The pitch is a curve popped in the air in back of the plate. Sherm Lala is moving under it. And he's got it for the out. Yogi fouls out to the catcher. The Yankees come up with one run on two base hits. No White Sox errors. One man left. And the score at the end of two and a half innings. Yankees two and the White Sox one. Hey, that new power mower sure looks easy to operate, George. Yeah. Wish our car performed half as well. Huh? What's the trouble? Oh, idles like a vibrating machine. Stalls all over the place. <laughs> Unfamiliar. Your car the same way? Uh, it used to be. Turned out the carburetor was full of dirt. Oh? What did you do? Cleaned it, of course. Hey, that must have been a big job. <laughs> Nothing to it. I just started using Atlantic Imperial gasoline. What's that got to do with it? Hey, where have you been? I thought everybody knew by now that Atlantic Imperial gasoline cleans your carburetor as you drive and keeps it clean. Atlantic Imperial. And it worked for you? It worked for me. Boy, I'll have to start using Atlantic Imperial gasoline right away. Meanwhile, back to the grass. <laughs> That's one problem Atlantic Imperial can't solve. 
White Sox, it'll be Ray Herbert, their pitcher, to lead off against Ralph Terry. And Jim Coates is already up in the Yankee bullpen. Terry, who does not seem to be throwing real hard and real loose, should he get in uh, trouble? Hawk wants to have somebody ready. Pitch is hit deep to left field. And that ball is in its seat for a home run for Ray Herbert. Oh, man, those balls are flying today. There goes the scoreboard. The ball game is tied up 2-2. Ralph Hawk is out on the mound with Ralph Cherry and Johnny Blanchard. And baseballs are flying into the seats all over Comiskey Park. Four runs have been scored on four home runs. One by Howard, one by Maris for the Yankees, and one by Lala and one by Herbert for the White Sox. For Herbert, it was his first home run of the year and his sixth run batted in. And it looks like Jim Coates is getting the call from the bullpen. So Ralph Cherry, who it certainly looks like has not completely recovered from that shoulder injury, has pitched a total of two innings. And his other start, he pitched an inning in the third. Ralph has allowed three base hits. Walked one, struck out one, has allowed two runs. So Terry can neither be the winning nor losing pitcher in this ball game. It'll be up to Jim Coates, who's coming on right now. Coates will be making his 27th appearance of the year. He's won six and lost three. And while Coates is talking to Johnny Blanchett out on the mound, we'll pause for station identification. Yankee baseball is brought to you by Ballantine Beer and Ale and the Atlantic Refining Company. For quality modern WOKO 1460 on your radio dial here in the capital city of Albany, New York. Coach will be pitching now to the top of the White Sox batting order, Aparicio, Fox, and Landis. Louie bounced to second base in the first inning. Leap Boyer moves in at third base. You always have to be on the alert for a possible bunt by Aparicio, even though he doesn't bunt too often. Louie stands way back away from the plate. Lined up by Coates. His pitch is a strike on the outside corner. Coates comes back with a fastball that's popped in the air. Bobby Richardson's calling for it. Kubek right alongside of him. Bobby makes the catch. One away. That'll bring up Nellie Fox fly to left field in the first inning. Nellie 
Fox stands deep in the box. That left foot is out of the batter's box. Little left-hand hitter. Swings and lines one over Richardson's head in the right field for a base hit. Maris is up with it. Richardson almost got that line drive as he leaped high. Just couldn't reach it. First hit off Jim Coates. Fourth hit for the White Sox. Here's Jim Landis, who lined deep to center field in the first inning. On deck is Al Smith. Howard holds first against Fox. Stretched by Coates. Pitch is swinging a miss, strike one. The stretch, pitch to land. It's lined in the hole off the left field, a base hit. Fox rounds second, holds on. Yogi's throw cut off by Kubek. A hard shot between Boyer and Kubek out the left field. White Sox have runners at first and second with one out, and here's Al Smith, who struck out in the second inning. Each team now with five base hits, and each team with two runs. On deck is Minnie Minoso. Landis taking a big lead at first. Fox leading off second. Here's the stretch. Pitch is hit on the ground at third. Boyer up with it. Goes to Richardson for one. Back to first. Double play. And that Boyer made a great play on a tough hop. Around the horn. The Yankees. 101st double play of the year. For the White Sox, they tie the ball game up. One run on three hits. No Yankee errors, one man left in the score at the end of three full innings. The Yankees, two, and the White Sox, two. On July the 24th, the San Francisco Giants will be in New York to play an exhibition game with the New York Yankees. All the proceeds will go to, all the Yankee end of the proceeds will go to the metropolitan area Sandlot boys to benefit the Sandlot games and all of the uh, San Francisco Giants proceeds will go to the Sandlot kids out in the Frisco area. Fans get out there and see your old favorite Willie Mays. Orlando Cepeda. Some of the Giants you've been reading about but haven't seen. I know there's a lot of Giant fans left in New York. I meet them every day. Elston Howard, who hit that tremendous home run in the second inning over the roof in left center, will lead off for the Yankees here in the top of the fourth. Ray Herbert out on the mound for the White Sox. The pitch to Howard is over the outside corner strike call. Curve to Howard, hit on the ground, picked up at third by Andy Carey. The long throw in time to get Howard. And Ellie broke his bat on that curveball as the ground ball almost hit the bag at third. One away. Here's Johnny Blanchard, who ripped a single to center field in the second inning. Curve to Blanchard is high, ball one. 
Herbert's next pitch is a curve on the outside corner, one on one. Fleet Boyer on deck. One one pitch is hit right at the shortstop. Abricio fields it on one knee. He gets up, throws to first in time for the out. A hard hit ball is the one hop skipper to Louis Aparicio. Two away. Here's Cleet Boyle, who singled the left center field in the second inning. Well over 100,000 fans have seen this three game series between the Yankees and the White Sox. Out now, nobody on. Pitch to Boyer is in there. Strike call. Cleet leaned away from a sidearm curve, and it broke right over the heart of the plate. Herbert's next pitch is fouled back in the upper deck. Nothing in two. Very bright, clear day here in Chicago. Pitch is a ground ball hit to third. Carey coming in. Up with it. Fires to Martin. In time for the out. They got Boyer by a step. The Yankees go down in order in the top of the fourth. Nothing across. And the score at the end of three and a half innings. New York two and the White Sox two. Minnie Minoso will lead off for the White Sox here in the bottom of the fourth. Score tied 2-2. Jim Coates out on the mound for the Yankees. Pitch to Minoso inside ball one. Ralph Terry, by the way, has gone out to the center field bullpen and is still throwing. Terry started for the Yankees, went two innings, gave up three hits and two runs, and Ralph trying to work the stiffness out of his shoulder. He wasn't throwing free and easy. There's a swing and a miss, and the bat goes into the stand. And there was a gallant husband who shielded his wife, and he was hit on the left hip or the left leg. He's all right. He's smiling. But had he not stood in front of his wife, she would have got hit right smack in the face. Minoso let go of the bat. He has a tendency to do that. It went about four rows back in the box seats alongside the White Sox dugout. And they're taking the gentleman who was hit by the bat up the stairs along with his wife. But he's going under his own power. It's just precautionary measures they take whenever anybody's hit with either a ball or a bat. But it was a wonderful thing that he did. I'll tell you. Reminds me of the time Ben Hogan protected his wife in that tremendous accident where he almost lost his life. He dove in front of his wife and he took the full impact of the bus. I guess it's just a natural instinct for the husbands to protect the wives. After all, they're the brains of the combination anyway. All right, here's the pitch to Minoso. There's a drive deep to left and another one's gone. And this one in the upper deck.
got to wait those fireworks are over before you say anything. And not only did Bill Bailey come home, but Minnie Minoso and the White Sox lead three to two. That's the fifth home run of this ball game. All the runs have been scored as a result of homers. Here's Sherm Lalaho home in the second inning. Inside ball one. Minoso picks up his 11th homer and 43rd run batted in as the White Sox lead three to two. Wind up by Coach. The pitch to Lala almost hit him. Ball two, two and nothing. Yogi that time didn't even move after the ball. He just turned around and watched it sail into the upper deck. And the air is very light today, as we told you, very clear. The wind blowing out. And anything hit up in the air really travels. Two and nothing on Lala. The pitch inside again, ball three, three and nothing. High inside, ball four. Lala gets a base on balls. That's the first walk given up by Coates. It brings up Andy Carey, who walked in the second inning. Ralph Cherry walked Carey while he was in there. Detroit has scored in the bottom of the fifth, and they lead one nothing at the end of five. Lala at first with nobody out. The stretch by Coates. Pitch to Carey. Inside ball one. Here's the stretch. Pitch is lined to right center field. A base hit. And that ball's rolling to the wall. And Lala's going to score. They're waving Lala around. Carey's going to drive the third. Here comes Arele, and Carey is in his third with a triple. Carey triples up the alley in right center field, and the White Sox lead 4-2. to For Andy, his fifth triple of the year and his 23rd run batted in. And now J.C. Martin about him. Martin, single or right, without trying to stretch it into a double. Howard, Kubek, and Boyer are playing in. Richardson's playing deep. The pitch to Martin. Foul back, strike one. Off the chest protector with a plate umpire. This is the first time I've seen this defensive alignment for the Yankees. Boyer, Kubek, and Howard in. And Richardson playing deep at second. that Ralph Houck has worked out in his spare time. He doesn't have much of that. When you're a manager, you got to be thinking 24 hours a day. One strike on Martin. Carey leads off third. The pitch is high. Ball one, one and one. One pitch outside, ball two, two and one. Who 
Coach takes a glance at Carey. Here's the pitch to Martin. Foul back in the upper deck. Two and two. Two-two pitch. Low ball three. Full count on Martin. Now the payoff pitch. Outside, ball four. Martin goes down to first base. And the batter will be Ray Herbert, the pitcher, who will home it into the left field seats in the third inning. And now the Yankee defense shifts again. Richardson comes in at second, and Kubek moves back at short. Stretch by Coates. Pitch to Herbert is popped in the air. Kubek is moving back in short left field. He's under it, and he's got it. Herbert pops out to Kubek, one away. And here's Aparicio. Now let's see how the Yankee defense lines up. Aparicio is a tough man to double up. The Yankee infielders. I short and second, Kubik and Richardson looking in at Ralph House. Boyer is even with third. Howard's holding first against Martin. And Kubik and Richardson are playing halfway. They're not in and they're not back. Here's a stretch. Pitch to Louis. A foul that's coming back out of play. Strike one. Martin leading off first. Ground ball hit the short. Kubek to Richardson for one. Back to first. They safe at first. Howard's foot came off the bag. Richardson trying to get rid of the ball too quick. Pull Howard off the bag. The run scores. Howard is coming out to argue with Johnny Wright. Scores. The Yankees knew they had a hustle with Aparicio running. Kubek gave a perfect throw to Richardson. Bobby tried to hurry his throw, and it pulled Howard off first base. That's an RBI for Aparicio. Driving in Carey. Martin is out. The White Sox lead 5-2. Out still arguing with Johnny Rice, and Howard trying to point, tell him that his foot was still on the bag. Jim Coates trying to pull Howard away from John Wright. So Aparicio's speed made the Yankee infield hustle, and he's safe at first as Carey crossed the plate. Three runs this inning for the White Sox. They lead 5-2. And the battle will be Nellie Fox. Slide to left, single to right. Here's the stretch. The pitch is high and away, ball one. Nellie Fox stands way back in the batter's box. And whenever Aparicio goes, he just fluffs a button, stands up, makes the catcher throw over his head. You cannot interfere with the catcher. 
pitch high and away. It was a pitch out throw to first. Aparicio back as Blanchard called for the pitch out and threw to Howard. But Louie was not going. Two balls, no strikes now on Fox. And Blanchard's going out to the hill to talk with Coach. While he's talking with Coach, we'll pause for station identification. Yankee baseball is brought to you by Ballantine Beer and Ale and the Atlantic Refining Company through the facilities of Quality Modern WOKO 1460 on your radio dial here in the capital city of Albany, New York. WOKO time, 4 o'clock. And now we're ready to go. Two ball, no strike count on Fox. Here's the stretch. Pitch is high and away, ball three. And naturally, Coach has to worry about Aparicio at first. And so he's not been able to pay too much attention or as much as he likes in Ellie Fox. And he's got a three-nothing count. The pitch is low, ball four. That's the third walk given up by Coach. All three of them here in the bottom of the fourth. Aparicio to second, Fox at first. Here's Jim Landis who lined to center and single to left. Two out, two on. Pitch is hit deep to left field and has another home run in the upper deck. Jim Landis and the White Sox lead 8-2. That brings up Al Smith. He's the ninth man of bat in this inning. Smith, he struck out, hit into a double play. Pitch is a base hit to left field. A base hit to left field. By Al Smith. The sixth hit off coach and the eighth hit for the White Sox. Here's Minoso who led off this inning with a home run. Then he also popped the first. The 10th White Sox batter here in the bottom of the fourth. Smith at first being held on by Howard. Houck has that foot on the top step of the dugout. He wants to come out, and yet he'd like to see Coates get out of this inning so he can use a pinch hitter. Stretch by Coates. Pitch high inside, ball one. Pitch is lined to left field. Yogi coming in, and he's got it. Boy, Minoso hit that ball right on the nose. For the White Sox in the bottom of the fourth inning. Six runs. 
four base hits. No Yankee errors. One man left in the score at the end of four full innings. The White Sox eight and the Yankees two. Well, we've seen quite a home run display today by both teams so far. White Sox leading 8-2, and then home is 4-2, and Earl Torgerson is coming up to bat for Jim Coates. Torgerson batting 0-71. Looking for his first extra base hit of the year. He has one RBI. Bobby Richardson on deck. That close play at first base cost the Yankees three runs. If Howard could have held his foot on the bag, they'd have been out of the inning. But then Fox walked and Landis homered. Pitch to Torgerson. A high fly to short center. Jim Landis is coming in. He's calling for it, and he's got it. away. Here's Bobby Richardson. Bobby popped a short. Single to left and tried to stretch it into a double. It was thrown out by Minoso. One away. to Bobby is right in there strike call Tony Kubek on deck Bobby is hitting seven consecutive games now curve hit on the ground is short Aparicio to Martin it's two away that'll bring up Kubek fly to center fly to left On deck, Roger Maris. Pitch to Tony is a curve low, ball one. and it's popped in the air in back of the plate. Sherm Lawler is coming back. And he's got it right in front of the box seat. After a long run, Herbert sets the Yankees down in order. Nothing across the score at the end of four and a half innings. White Sox, eight, Yankees, two. The crisply pressure precisely right. golden, the crystally clear. The crisply Valentine, Valentine, sing it again, oh Valentine, Valentine. Crispy, 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 crispy,
since 1840. America's finest. Tex Clevenger is coming on a pitch for the Yankees. Clevenger making his 27th appearance of the year. Right-hander replaces Jim Coates. Coates worked just two innings. He allowed six base hits, walked three, didn't strike out anybody, and allowed six runs. So Coates is the pitcher of record. Ralph Terry pitched the first two innings, giving up three hits and two runs. But he left with the ball game tied 2-2. So Clevenger comes on, and he'll be pitching to Lala, Carey, and Martin here in the bottom of the fifth. Sherm Lala, who homered and walked, scored twice, driven in a run. All right, here's Clevenger's pitch to Lala, inside, ball one. One-nothing curveball is hit on the ground. A base hit to left field. Between Boyer and Kubek. Tenth hit for the White Sox. Second hit for Lawler. And the first hit off Clevenger. And here's Carey who has walked and tripled. Carey has scored once and driven in a run. J.C. Martin on deck. Lalo with a short lead at first. Clevenger's pitch is hit. A right at Richardson. He's got it. Looked for a minute like it would drop in for a Texas League single. But Bobby went back and pulled it in. It was hit off the fist. One away. Here's J.C. Martin. Singled and walked. Pitches a swing and a miss, strike one. Pitch is line to right field, a base hit. Maris up with it, and Lala holds it second base. Boy, that Maris, he's another infielder out there. He's hard to take that extra base with a single or right. Came charging in, scooped it up. And here comes Ray Herbert, who homered and popped it short. With runners at first and second and one out. Eleven hits for the White Sox. Second hit off Clevenger. Howard is in at first. Boyer's in at third. Even though there's one out, they're looking for the possible sacrifice. The stretch. And Herbert swings, fouls it back. In the upper deck. Clevenger into his stretch position. Pitch is popped in the air. Elston Howard right near first base in foul territory. Makes the catch. It's two away. That brings up Aparicio who bounced the second. Popped the second. And then bounced into a fourth play. 
Bowie has scored one run. He's driven in a run. His runners at first and third. He hit to Kubek. And the Yankees just missed a double play on him. It actually cost them four runs on that play. Because one run scored on the fourth play by Aparicio. And then after Aparicio was safe, Fox walked and Landis hit a three-run homer. So Louis Speed has given the White Sox four extra runs. Pitch to Aparicio is high, ball one. There's a strike. Sidearm fastball right in there. One and one. in the air to center field. Mantle is right there. And he's got it for the out. For the White Sox in the bottom of the fifth inning, no runs on two base hits, no Yankee errors, two men left. And the score at the end of five full innings. The White Sox eight runs, 11 hits, no errors. The Yankees two runs, five hits, and no errors. Well, we've been telling you just about every day of the latest acceptances to Old Timers Day. And from all these names, you'll realize that this is sure to be one of the outstanding old-timers attractions ever. And as you know, this year, the Yankees are honoring the all-time Brooklyn Dodgers, New York Giants, and New York Yankees who played in New York. Plus the latest member of the Hall of Fame, Max Carey, who will be inducted at Cooperstown just a few days before the big affair at the stadium. Carey will be one of several Hall of Famers present. The others expected... Frank Homer and Baker, Frank Frisch, Bill Terry, Zach Weed, Joe McCarthy, and Joe DiMaggio. Remember, this year's program starts at 1, and after the introduction of each of the celebrities, there'll be a short game that'll feature the Yankee old-timers versus the Dodger Giant old-timers. Should be a lot of fun, a chance to see the great players who helped write New York's long and glorious baseball history. Regular season ticket prices prevail, and plenty of reserved seats are still available at $2.50 each at all the Yankee ticket outlets. You'll also receive a fine souvenir program of the event, too. That's Old Timers Day, Saturday, July the 29th. All right, Roger Maris, who popped a short and then hit his 35th home of the year in the upper deck and right field, is up there. Ray Herbert on the mound. Pitch to Maris is a curve in there, strike call. Mickey Mantle on deck. Herbert's next pitch is swing and a miss, strike two. Nothing and two. The two-strike pitch is lined to left center field at the base hit. And rolling to the wall, Maris is around first, digging for second. The ball is kicked around, Maris around second. Going for third, Minoso's throw is cut off by Aparicio. And Landis really booted that ball as he tried to reach for it, kicked it against the wall. And I believe that'll be a triple all the way for Roger Maris. A triple up the alley in left center field. Sixth hit off Herbert, Maris's second base hit. And here's Mickey Mantle, who struck out and walked. 
For Maris, that was only his second triple of the year. He specializes in home runs. Eight to the White Sox lead in the top of the sixth. Pitch to Mickey. It's a curve in there. Strike one call. Fastball inside. One on one. Still talking about Howard's home run on the public address system. Went over the roof, bounced across the street. Fastball low. Two balls, one strike. Mantle low inside. Ball three, three and one. Three balls, one strike, nobody out. Maris at third here in the top of the sixth inning. Three one pitch, swing and a miss, strike two. Full count on Mickey. the payoff pitch. Inside ball four. Mantle walks for the second time and that's only the second walk given up by Herbert. Here's Yogi. Flying to left. Pops up to the catcher. Kirk Lyon gets up in the White Sox bullpen. at first, Maris at third. Lala asking Al Lopez whether he wants J.C. Martin to hold Mantle at first or play back, and he's holding him at first. Pitch to Yogi, foul to the left of the plate, strike one. strike on Yoke. Here's the stretch by Herbert. Pitch is a ground ball foul outside of first. Nothing in two on Yogi.
Here's the stretch. Pitch is lined to left field. Minoso is back there. Maris tagging up. Minoso makes the catch. Maris comes in to score. Mantle holds it first, and it's an 8-3 ball game on Yogi's sacrifice fly to left field. Maris scores for the second time. It'll bring up Elston Howard, who homered out of the park and across the street and then bounced to third. And I can smell hamburgers and onions from someplace. One away. Mantlet first. Pitch to Howard is line to right field, a base hit. Smith is in, he's up with it. Mantle has to hold it second. That ball was hit like a bullet. Elston Howard gets his second base hit. The seventh hit off Herbert. Howard ups that league leading batting average over the 370 mark. Leads both leagues in hitting. Here's Johnny Blanchard who single to center and bounce to the shortstop. Eight three. You can never tell on a day like this with the wind blowing out. In a ball game like this, no lead is safe. Howard at first, Mantle at second. The stretch and the pitch to Blanchard is lying to right center field. Landis digging deep, and he can't get it. Bounces off the wall, and two runs are going to score. Blanchard holds. No, he's coming around as Landis drops the ball at third base. Mantle and Howard score. And we'll wait and see if they give Landis an error. He had the ball. Blanchard stopped at second, and Landis dropped it. And Blanchard went to third. Two runs have scored, and it's an eight to five ball game. Well, it looks like there's no error on the play, and that Blanchard will get a triple all the way. Two runs batted in for Johnny. Al Lopez is out on the mound, talking with Ray Herbert. That'll give us time to pause for station identification. Yankee baseball is brought to you by Ballantine Beer and Ale and the Atlantic Refining Company through the facilities of WOKO, Albany, New York. 1460 on your radio dial. Well, that's going to be all for Ray Herbert. And Turk Lown will be coming in. Herbert pitched a total of five and a third innings. He allowed eight hits, walked two, struck out one, and he's allowed five runs. Should Blanchett score from third, that'll be charged to Herbert. Kirk Lown is coming on. And Herbert is out of there. 
as we told you this is one of those days you get a couple of men on and you hit one Lown is making his 33rd appearance of the year all in relief he's won five and lost three has an earned run average of 1.75 fits a total of 61 and two-third innings Al Rennes, the right-hander, is up in the Yankee bullpen. Elston Howard is now batting a Gordy 374. Brown will be pitching to Cleet Porter, who is singled and bounced to third base. Yankees have scored three runs here in the top of the sixth with one away. And Blanchett at third base. The official score has changed his ruling on Blanchett's hit. He has now given Blanchett credit for a double and two RBIs and an error charge to Jim Landis, allowing Blanchett to go to third base. All right, the White Sox are playing their infield back with one out. The pitch to Boyer is a curve outside ball one. As the ground ball hits a short, and they got Blanchett hung up between third and home. Capriccio throws to Lala to Carey, and Carey throws to Lala, and Lala tags him. Boyer goes down to second. Blanchett did not start as soon as that ball was hit, or he'd have made it, but the White Sox had the infield back. The play goes from six to two to five to two. Erasing Blanchett, but Boyer moved down to second base on the runway. On the rundown, rather. Don Lawson is up in the White Sox bullpen. That was an unusual play in the first place with Lopez having the infield back. And then when the ball was hit, Blanchett stopped to take a look. Aparicio came up with it. He was going to throw to first, and he saw Blanchett only halfway and threw home. Hector Lopez is coming up to bat for Tex Clevenger. With Boyer at second and two out, and the White Sox leading 8-5. Lopez batting 203, four doubles, two homers. 13 runs batted in. <clears throat> Stretch and the pitch to Lopez. Swing and a miss, strike one. Bobby Richardson on deck. One strike on Hector, who's up there batting for Clevenger. Stretch, the pitch is a line drive base hit to right center field. 
Moya will come on to score, and Lopez holds it first with a long single. That run is charged to Ray Herbert. And it's now an 8-6 ball game. And the batter is Bobby Richardson. Pops to short, singled, and bounced to short. The stretch and the pitch to Bobby is low, ball one. Curve is high, ball two, two and nothing. Tony Kubek on deck. Stretch by Lau. Pitch is low ball three. Three and nothing. Capriccio is throwing his glove up in the air out at shortstop. You can never ease up in a game like this. Pitch is over. Strike call. Three and one. Three balls, one strike on Richardson. The Yankees have scored four runs here in the top of the sixth. White Sox leading 8-6. Lopez at first. Pitch is in there, strike two, as Richardson started down at first base. Thought the pitch was high. Now the payoff pitch to Richardson. Ground ball a second. Box up with it. Over to Martin for the out. For the Yankees in the top of the sixth inning, four runs, four hits. One White Sox error, one man left, and the score at the end of five and a half innings. Chicago eight, New York six. Al Renniff has come on to take over for the New York Yankees. As Tex Clevenger... Pitched just one inning. Text allowed two base hits. Didn't walk anybody or strike out anybody or allow any runs. So Renup will be coming on. The youngster has pitched a total of eight and two-thirds innings. Given up just four hits. He has no one loss record, but he has not allowed any runs. This is his seventh appearance of the year. And Renup will be pitching to Nellie Fox, Jim Landis, and Al Smith here in the bottom of the sixth inning with the White Sox leading 8-6. to six. Blanchett throws the ball down to Richardson over to Kubek to Boyer. Blanchett goes out to talk with Renup before Boyer flips the ball over to Hal. Fox is fly to left, single to right, and walk. He scored once.
right, the young right-hander goes to the rosin bag, rubs up the ball. Getting ready to make his first pitch to Nellie Fox. And here is the pitch. Fox fouls it back in the upper deck. Strike one. Nelly choking way up on that bat. And he steps out of the box. Renner taking a little too much time getting the sign. Now Nelly's back in now. Pitch is high inside. One and one. Here's the 1-1 one, one pitch. A fly ball to left field. Yogi Berra moving to his right. In foul territory, Yogi makes the catch. Yogi plays Fox like he would a right-hand full hitter. Donnelly can't get a ball between Yogi and the foul line. Here's Jim Landis, line to center, single to left, and home it in the upper deck. He scored once, driven in three. One out. 8-6, White Sox lead in the bottom of the sixth. Pitch to Landis is low inside, ball one. Al Smith on deck. Next pitch is fouled back in the upper deck. Everybody on the White Sox has at least one base hit except Aparicio. And yet it was Aparicio getting on base. Beating out what looked like a double play for the Yankees and setting up a four-run inning. A bon attempt foul back of the plate. One ball, two strikes. One out, nobody on. Reynolds' pitch is line. Base hit past Kubek, who dove for the ball, couldn't get it. Yogi's up with it. And Landis has his third base hit of the day. First hit off Reynolds, and the 12th hit. Larry Osborne is just home in the bottom of the eighth, and Detroit leads 2-1 to one over Minnesota at the end of eight innings. Osborne is filling in for the injured Norm Cash. All right, here's Al Smith. Struck out, hit into a double play, single to left. Vinny Minoso on deck. Pitch to Smith is popped in the air. Bobby Richardson is moving back. He's calling for it in short center field. And he one-hands it. 
As the wind took that ball back, he had to reach back and grab it one-handed. That's two away, and here's Minnie Minoso. Popped to first, homered, and lined to left. Charlie up now in the Yankee bullpen. Pitch to Minoso is in there. Strike called. Two out. Landis at first. Landis with a big lead at first. Curve is hit out in the right center field. Maris moving to his right. Still going back, and he takes it. So for the White Sox in the bottom of the sixth, no runs on one hit, no Yankee errors, one man left. The score at the end of six full innings, the White Sox eight runs, 12 hits, one error. The Yankees six runs, nine hits, and no error. And coming along in just a little while, the carrier the rest of the way will be the voice of the Yankees, Mel Allen. everybody. Tony Kubek gets the first pitch into uh, deep right center. Landis goes back and makes the catch at the running track. One away in the seventh inning. Tony Kubek who had flied to center and left center and fouled the catcher. Skies to deep right center on the first pitch. Now Roger Maris pops to short. It is 35th homer and triple to right center. Turk Lown in relief of Ray Herbert. Eight to six White Sox, seventh inning. Right hander ready. The pitch is low, ball one. Next delivery is high and inside. Ball two, two and nothing. Two balls, no strikes. Lown into the windup, and the pitch to Maris. Swung on, there's a bouncer. Fox knocks down, picks up, close to first, in time. Good play by Fox. He robbed Maris of a base hit. And up comes Mantle. Struck out, walked twice. There was a big play. Real big play by Nellie Fox. Mickey Mantle struck out, walked twice. Hitting 325. Now they'll pitch to him with two outs, nobody off. Takes that one inside, ball one. Jerk Lown on the mound. Here's the delivery. Swung on and popped up into the air to third. Andy Carey under it in fair territory. Makes the catch. And the side is retired. 
runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. The end of six and a half innings of play. Chicago eight, New York six. No matter where you are, in Queens County, Kings County, Westchester, Norwalk, Greenwich, Coscob. Oh, sorry, we don't stop there on Saturday afternoon. <laughs> but we stop there on Friday, so we got plenty there for you. Enjoy a golden glass full soon. Sherman Lawler up, last of the seventh. Hal Renner pitching. White Sox leading eight to six. The right-hander is delivering. In there, strike one. Next delivery is low outside for ball. One and one. <laughs> one ball, one strike. Lala homeward, walked and singled. Hal Runnups pitch is swung on line over first down the right field line, and Lala will go for extra bases. Maris playing the rebound. It'll be a double for Lawler. The throw comes back into Richardson. So Lawler has himself a perfect day. 13 hits for Chicago. Terry Coates, Clevenger, and Brennan. Second hit off Brennan. Now, Cuccinello comes up to talk to Andy Carey. J.C. Martin on deck. I don't know how uh, Al Lopez wants to play it, whether he's going to go for the one run sure or keep racking away. Some managers have different techniques. Now, leading eight to six, you'd say, well, he might go ahead and try for the big inning, but some of them figure, well, if I can get one more in, that means four runs they got to get in the eighth and ninth inning. They got two more shots to beat me. So we'll see how they play it. In any case, Boyer is forced to shorten up at third. Carey walked, tripled, and lined to second. The delivery is a little high for a ball. He didn't shorten up. Two men warming up for the White Sox. One of them, Billy Pierce. Here's the pitch, and it swung on and fouled off to the right of the plate. Andy trying to hit the right field. Taking Andy all these years to make up his mind, it's a good idea to learn to hit the right field. He was very stubborn about that for years. Case trying to get him to do it, but he still tried to pull that ball all the time. Still pulls once in a while to go the opposite field. One ball, one strike. Hal Runneth delivers, and Andy swings and fouls it off to the right of the plate. Strike two, one and two. Warren Hacker in the bullpen, and Frank Bauman in is the other one, not uh, Pierce. One ball, two strikes. Eight to six, White Sox, seventh inning. 
Lawler on second. Nobody out. Now the pitch swung on. There's a looping pop down the first baseline. Howard under it and makes the catch in fair ground. So he was trying to hit to right, hoping to either get the base hit or hit on the ground to move Lawler over to third. Up comes J.C. Martin. Single to left, walked, and single to right. Lawler on second. One out in the seventh inning. And the pitch. High ball one. Yankees after the game have a leisurely dinner and jet out of town to Beemore, Baltimore. Play there tomorrow. Now the pitch swung on. Little roller trickled down the first baseline. Ran up up with it. Throws to Howard. Martin's out as Lawler advances to third. Now a Let's see, did the ball hit him in foul ground? Is he coming back or what? I'm trying to... They made the play on him. Now, Johnny Stevens, I think, says no. Wait a minute. Yeah, it claims that the ball hit him in foul ground and kicked off his foot and rolled down the line. Now, here comes Halcott to find out what Johnny Stevens means. is a little angry at this point. Had one decision against him earlier that cost him three runs. I don't know what Johnny Stevens is uh, claiming unless the ball hit uh, Martin in foul territory, but he took off and ran. And that was a fair ball. Uh, otherwise, unless it kicked off his body. Now, I don't know what Stevens is uh, claiming unless it be that. The argument must be uh, he must have called it foul. It's the plate umpire's ball to call, but it wasn't anywhere close to being foul if it was uh, if it was a fairly hit ball. Let me put it that way. Unless it bounced off the body of Martin, it had to be a fair ball. Was it the Wayne and Schuster comedy team and when they did that takeoff in Shakespeare? And sometimes uh, when things go against the teams, and, is there anything so foul as a fair ball? <laughs> or when the ball just misses, going in for a home run, just goes, just barely goes foul. Is there anything so fair as a foul? <laughs> one ball, one strike. J.C. Martin's got a chance to do it all over again. Lawler back to second. Hal Reniff delivers. Pitch is swung on and missed on a changeup. One and two. The only thing that I can see is that the ball must have uh, hit the body of the batter while he was still in the batter's box, which is in foul territory, and then kicked off down the line. Because there was nowhere close to being 
as the ball rolled on the playing field, a foul ball. That must be what happened, but a uh, delayed call by Stevens. Hal Rennett delivers, and Martin swings and fouls it back. One-two count. The Detroit Tigers beat the Minnesota Twins two to one, which puts them in position to regain first place if the Yankees drop this one. Larry Osborne homered in the eighth inning after Batty's homer earlier had tied it. Hal Runup's delivery, high outside, 2-2. White Sox bullpen heating up Hacker and Bauman, which could mean a pinch hitter for Lowne, depending on what Martin does. One away. Eight to six White Sox, seventh inning. Renup's pitch outside on a changeup. Ball three, three and two. And the 3-2 pitch is swung on and bounced towards short. Kubek has to go way into the hole, makes a fast throw, and gets him on a close play. Just did get him. Lawler holds second. It was real close. And Lowne's going to come out and bat. leads off second, two away. The pitch to Lown is swung on and missed, strike one. Lown, nothing for eight. Hal Reniff delivers inside, ball one, one and one. for the 1-1 pitch. Here it is. And it's high ball 2-2-1. Two, two, two balls, one strike. Cleveland's batting in the last of the ninth. Tied up five all with the Angels. Pittsburgh, Giants, scoreless. Top of the third. Lawler on second with two away and a 2-1 count on Turk Lowne. Run-ups delivery. Swung on, it's a high, high fly ball, and the short left center. Mantle drips in under it and has it. Sides retired. No runs, one hit, no errors, one left on. Ten of seven innings. The White Sox, eight runs, 13 hits, and one error. And seven men left on. The Yankees, six runs, nine hits, no errors, and four men left on. Yogi Berra coming up. Yogi's not swinging that bat well lately. He flied to left, fouled the catcher to sacrifice fly to left. He hadn't been pulling the ball uh, very often lately. 
Lounds delivery. Swung on, bounced out to second, a big hop. Throw to first in time, and Yogi's retired. One away. Yogi has been in uh, quite a slump. Here's Elston Howard. Homered, grounded to third, single to right. Two for three. Ellie batting 374. He hit one up on the roof and bounced out and across the street. As off Herbert. The pitch is low, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Lown ready. They pitch to Howard. Swung on. Ground ball hit the short. Aparicio is up with it. Throws on to J.C. Martin in time. And they're two away. Six men in a row retired by Lown. And seven out of eight. Johnny Blanchard, single to center, grounded to short, and doubled to right center. 8-6 Chicago, 8th inning. Turk Lowndes pitch inside, ball one. Boyer on deck. Lowndes delivers. Swung on and fouled back. One and one. John trying to go all the way. Luis Arroyo is loosening up for New York. In case. One ball, one strike. And the pitch. High ball two, two and one. One delivery. He held off a high inside pitch. Ball three, three and one. Now the three one delivery. Swung on. There's a fly ball deep, but it's going to go foul. He got it all the way, but foul. Full count. the 3-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled off out of play back to first.
away. Again, the 3-2 pitch. Swung on and bounced foul down the first baseline. With the Yankees uh, pitching staff uh, being hurt by these throw arms, tightening the arm by Stafford and throw arm of Terry, who started today, they're going to be hard-pressed with finite doubleheaders Monday and Wednesday next week. Here's the pitch swung on and fouled off to the right of the plate. We may make a starter out of Joe Cooper. 3-2 pitch. Inside ball four. Blanchard walks. Very careful with him. Didn't want him to wallop one. Now Cleet Moyer. Single left, grounded to third, and hits the short into a fielder's choice play. outs, one on. Turk Clown into the stretch. Here's the pitch. It's in there for a strike. No balls, one strike. Clown again to the stretch. And the pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike two. Had him reaching for the breaking pitch. Now the two-strike delivery. He held off a curve outside, one and two. They make uh, Cleet chase a lot. Get more homers last year because uh, they fed him more fastballs. One ball, two strikes. And the pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike three. Sides retired. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one left on. End of seven and a half innings. Chicago leading eight to six. 1840. America's finest. time from the Windy City under leaden skies we pause for station identification your Yankee baseball game is brought to you by Ballantine Beer and Ale and the Atlantic Refining Company through the facilities of Quality Modern Radio for the Capital District WOKO 1460 on your radio dial WOKO time 19 minutes past the hour of 5 o'clock last half the 8th inning 8-6 Chicago. 
It's the top of the order. Luis Aparicio up. Hal Renneth in relief. Swings to the windup. Around comes the right arm. The pitch is high. Ball one. Paid attendance today is 37,730. How about that? They had a total of 125,140 for these three games. And Ballantyne sells over 5 million glasses of crisp refresher every day. Next pitch is outside, ball two. Aparicio grounded to second, popped to second, grounded to short, and flied to center. The pitch is high, ball three. And it's always a huge mistake to walk Aparicio, leading off an inning especially. A walk to him is like a double. Unless he's got something wrong with a leg. Three balls, no strikes. Renneth aims this one, and he misses. It's outside, ball four. Aparicio walks. And Nelson Fox comes up. Fox fly to left, single to right, walked, and hit a foul fly to left. That Aparicio will steal your contact lenses even while you're looking. bullpen. A stretch. Pitches inside. Ball one. Louie hadn't tried to go except last night. It was the last night he still stole third base. So we're watching. Moyer in close at third. A stretch. There he goes. Aparicio steals his 28th base. As we said, a walk is as good as a double in leading off. One ball, one strike. White Sox trying to get that at least uh, one uh, insurance run. In in a two-run difference, ball game. You see, if you get one man on, you got a tying run to play. But if you get the other side gets that extra run, and you well, you know that. I mean, after all, after 25 years. Nelson Fox at bat. Aparicio on second. One ball, one strike. And the pitch is the wild pitch. Gets away from Blanchard. On the third goes out Paricio. 
There he is. He walked, and now he's on third base. That's just, uh, Cobham is having triple to start the inning. Now that forces the infield to come in and gives Fox a better chance to get one through. Two balls, one strike. Arroyo in the bullpen. Ford's loosening up two, but I think Ford for a later start. Here's the pitch. Swung on. There's a fly ball into short right field. Aparicio to third to tag. The catch. Here he comes to the plate and then holds up. The throw on the line. A beautiful throw right on the barrelhead. But the ball is not hit too deeply to right field. Maris cut loose, and I mean he threw a strike to home plate. Not uh, figuratively, but literally. But nobody out. There's no point in Louie trying to beat it. I only made first out. Had that meant a second out, he might have tried to come. Gambling on a bad throw. Fox flies to Marison. Very short right. One out. The batter now is Jim Landis, who flied to center, single to left, and did a three-run homer in the fourth, and single to left in the sixth. Infield still in. He liable to swing away or bunt. You never know. He's good at both. And the pitch. Swung on. There's another high fly ball. This time, Louie goes back. It may be, let's see. Maris makes the catch. Here comes Louie. Here comes the throw. And Louie is out of the plate. Beautiful throw by Maris. A double play. As I said, with the second out, he had tried. And he doubled by Maris. Maris to Howard. No run. No hits, no errors, and no one left on. And of eight innings, White Sox, eight runs, 13 hits, and one error. Seven left on. The Yankees, six runs, nine hits, no errors, and five men left on. You know, it's always a great thrill to watch that play. That ball was hit a little bit more to right center, but not much deeper than the other one. But being the second out, Louie had to go. And it took the perfect throw to get him, and he was gotten. On the Ballantyne scoreboard in the American League, Washington defeated Kansas City 7-1. Donovan beat Krause. Detroit nipped Minnesota 2-1. Bunning defeating Pasquale. Osborne homered in the eighth for the win. Batty homered in the seventh. Boston defeated Baltimore 2-1. Conley beat Hall. It's the 10th inning at Cleveland, and the score is tied 5-5 with the Angels. Gerber, James, Duran, and Fowler in relief. Perry for Cleveland, Stigman, Schaffernoff, and Locke in relief. Lee Thomas and Don Dillard homering for the Angels and Indians, respectively. In the National League, Chicago, Cincinnati, Milwaukee, St. Louis tonight. Pittsburgh leads San Francisco 1-0, 10-4.5 innings. Haddix and McCormick, Stewart homered in the fourth. Los Angeles 2, Philadelphia nothing at the end of the first inning. Colfax and Short. Bob Serve leads off for New York in the ninth inning. The pitch is swung on as a drive to deep left field. It is going, going, and it's gone. And it's 8 to 7. Bob Serve batting for Hal Rennett. First pitch in the upper deck and left center for a pinch hit homer. 
it's eight to seven. Nobody out in the top of the order. Bob Sir getting his seventh homer and 32 runs batted in. Now Bobby Richardson's up, pops to short, single to left, grounded to short, grounded to second. Turk Lowndes delivery is high, ball one. Well, that puts a little different honey in the hive. Now the delivery, it's outside, ball two. The 2-0 delivery is high ball three. That's Bob Serve's second pinch hit homer this year and the 11th of his career. Putting him in the tie for the number two spot. George Coe had 14 in his career and Smokey Burgess 11. A 3-0 count on Bobby Richardson. Bauman warming up. Lown aims this pitch, and it is high and inside, ball four. Richardson draws a walk. And out of the dugout comes Al Lopez. He's got to bring the left-hander in because you got Kubek and Maris coming up. And uh, while Mantle can turn around, if anybody does get on, you got Barra, left-hand hitter, so he's got to bring in a left-hand pitcher, and out of the game goes Lown. Lown came on to the sixth with one out and gets the hands he leaves. Worked two and two-thirds innings, giving up two hits. So far, one run. Walked two and struck out one. So it'll be Chunky Frank Bauman, who did a tremendous job in relief against the Yankees. Uh, the first game of this series, after the Yankees had scored four, he stopped them cold. The Yankees didn't score again from the first thing to the ninth inning. So Frank Bauman will be coming in. He'll be talking about that call at first base now for sure. Made a difference in three runs. However, I don't know if I'm up here, you just can't tell. As I said before, sometimes they go with you, sometimes they go against you, and they even up over a year, supposedly. Turk Lown departs, and Frank Bauman comes on. Kubek, who has been hitless, the first man to come up.
down the first baseline. The ball stays fair. Bauman picks it up close to first in time. Kubek moves Richardson to second. As out, Bauman to Fox. Ralph Houck hoping to get uh, a single out of either Maris or Mantle. Giving up an out. Bauman in six and a third innings the other night. Stopped the Yankees with six hits and no runs. The left-hander sets. Here's the pitch. Swung on. There's a base hit in the right center field. Here comes Richards around the score. Maris around first, and he goes into second with a double. It's a tie ball game. 8-8. Roger Maris rocks the double to right center. Driving in his 84th run and gives him a double, triple, and homer. The Yankees, who trail 8-2, have now tied it at 8-8. And up comes Mantle, who struck out, walked twice, and popped the third. Yogi Berra on deck. And they're going to put Mantle on and pitch to Yogi. They get the signal, they're going to put Mantle on. They're not going to pitch to him. He's going to get the intentional pass. And I don't blame him. So Mickey gets the intentional uh, walk. It's his third pass of the game. And up comes Yogi Berra, who flied to left, foul to the catcher, hit a sacrifice fly to left, and grounded to second. Yogi has not been uh, on his feet at bat in the last few games. He's been pulling a few ground balls, uh, but mainly been making him hit the left. He's not hit the ball sharply. You got Elston Howard on deck, so outside of the double play possibility. Howard may get a shot. Of course, Yogi may pick out this time. It's 8-8 in the ninth thing. One out. Frank Bauman ready. And the pitch. It's in there. Strike one. Nothing in one. Arroyo warming up. on second, Mantle on first. Bauman ready. Here's the pitch, and Yogi takes it low. Ball one, one and one. One ball, one strike. 
Again, the runners lead away. Now the pitch. It's low, ball two, two and one. You know, that was a good pickup of that ball by Landis, by the way, of Maris is in the right center. He played it quickly and beautifully, else that would have been a triple. Now the stretch, here's the pitch. High ball three, three and one. Warren Hackers in the bullpen for the White Sox. Maris on second, Mantle on first with one out, two in, eight, eight, ninth inning. Bauman ready. Here's the pitch, and it's low outside, ball four, and the bases are loaded, and out of the dugout is Al Lopez. Yogi walks, Maris moves to third, Mantle to second, and with Howard due up, chances are you'll get Warren Hacker. And that's who it's going to be. Bauman came in and got one out. Kubek, who deliberately sacrificed the tying run in the scoring position. Pitched the third of an inning, allowed one hit, walked two, one of them intentionally. Warren Hacker is coming in. With the screwball and the knuckler. And Ed Howard is the batter. While Hacker walks in from the bullpen, we'll pause for station identification. Yankee baseball comes your way through the courtesy of Ballantine Beer and Ale and the Atlantic Refining Company and through the facilities of Quality Modern WOKO, 1460 Radio, here in the capital city of Albany, New York. Warren Hacker coming in. He relieved against New York. On the 13th, went two innings. Allowed three hits and two runs. Has a record of two and one. Elston Howard, who homered in the second, grounded to third, single to right, and grounded to short. So with three on and one out, and the strategy is obvious, the infield, a double play depth. Eight-eight the score, it's the ninth inning. Maris on third, Mantle on second, and Barra on first. Veteran Warren Hacker ready to work. Three men lead away, the windup, and the pitch. Swung on and missed, strike one. Ellie swung extra hard at that pitch. Now three men lead away, and the pitch. Swung on and fouled off out of play. Strike two, nothing in two. He's quickly ahead of Howard. 
Bob will catch that knuckleball here now. It's on the way. And it just misses. Ball one. One and two. And Lawler steps back to ask Stevens if that wasn't close. And Johnny said, it sure was. And it was. One ball, two strikes. Three on, one out. Maris on third, Mantle on second, and Bear on first. And the big situation is right here with Hacker and Howard. And Hacker's quickly ahead of him, one and two. Into the windup, the pitch, and Howard swings and misses. Strike three, strike him out. That was the big man. While he's still not out of the wood, a run could have scored on the fly ball. Here's John Blanchard, single to center, grounded to short, double to center, and walk. So there are two outs and three on. Eight-eight to score, ninth inning. Hacker to the windup and the pitch to Blanchard. Swung on to high foul, out of play, strike one. Nothing in one. Warren Hacker. Disposing of Elston Howard for the lead run in position to come home on a fly ball of any proportions. Ellie's trying to overpower the ball. Hacker all set. Two outs now in the ninth. Wind up, here's the pitch. Swung on, there's a line drive to deep right. Smitty going back, and it's... He, 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 got, he got the ball! What a great catch by Al Smith! catch of a line drive hit by Blanchard against the right field wall. He leaped. He speared the ball. It bounced out of the glove. He made a second grab at it. It bounced out a second time and he made a third grab at it and held on to it. And so that was the difference between three runs and none. And the side is retired on Al Smith's out of this world catch on the ball that was almost out of this ballpark. Two runs for New York. Two hits. Uh, two runs, two hits. No errors and three big ones left on. Luis Arroyo will be coming in to pitch. The score at the end of eight and a half innings, the Yankees eight, the White Sox eight. Must be icily light. Ooh, icily light. 
with true lager flavor, precisely right. Ooh, precisely right. Lively golden, crystally clear. The crisp refresher. Crisp refresher. Valentine, Valentine beer. Pleasure is the purpose of the crisp refresher. Your first swallow and everyone to follow is light and crisp and golden. So pour pleasure. Pour today's Valentine. So clap your hands. Clap your feet. Snap your fingers. And ask the man for Valentine. The crisp refresher. Valentine, Valentine dear. Since 1840. America's finest. The last half of the ninth inning. Al Smith. The man who made the game-saving catch for the White Sox. That ball didn't miss a foot of being a grand slammer. He leaped, speared it, played uh, tag with it twice, and on the third go-round, he hung on to it. And Smitty leads off in the ninth. The man makes a great catch in the field. He's usually the first man up. And Luis Arroyo has come in to work. Eight all. And the pitch. It's in there for a strike. Minnie Minosa on deck and Sherman Lawler to follow. So now the sudden death situation. Smitty's had one for four. Arroyo's delivery inside ball one, one and one. Boy, that was a heart-stopping play all the way. The one-one delivery to Smitty. Outside ball two, two and one. Two balls, one strike. Here's the 2-1 pitch, and Al Smith swings and lines it to short, scooped up on a hop. Two back over to Howard, one away. Now Minnie Minoso. Foul to first, homeward, line to left, and fly to right. see many greater clutch catches than that one. Many be swinging for the stands and the pitch in there for a strike. Nothing in one. 8-8, eight, eight, last of the ninth. No balls, one strike. The wind-up, here's the pitch, and Minnie takes it in there. Strike two, nothing in two. No balls, two strikes.
8-8, last of the ninth, the wind-up by Arroyo. Here's the pitch, and Minoso swings and misses, strike three. There are two away. The ball is dropped by Blanchard, threw down to Howard, and up comes Sherman Lawler, who homered in the second inning, walked in the fourth, single to left in the fifth, and double to right in the seventh. Three for three. to the windup the pitch to Lawler inside ball one better not get it inside up around the letters eight eight ninth inning the windup here's the pitch and Lawler swings and hits it to the box on a hop Arroyo throws to Howard and we go to the tenth inning No hits, no errors, no one left on. At the end of nine innings of play, the Yankees, eight runs, 11 hits, no errors. Eight men left on. The White Sox, eight runs, 13 hits, one error, and seven men left on. And I'll tell you, but for a guy named Al Smith, everybody be going home right now. What a catch Smitty made with three men on base. Wow. As we get ready to move to the 10th inning, it'll be Cleet Boyer, Luis Arroyo, and Bobby Richardson coming up. While the White Sox in the last of the 10th have Carey, J.C. Martin, and Hacker scheduled. Roy Sievers is available, among others. Cleet Boyer, leading off in the 10th inning. Single to left, grounded to third, hit into a fielder's choice play, and the grounder to short and struck out. So the issue now, decision-wise, is up to Hacker and Arroyo. Coates is in position to have been charged with a loss to the ninth inning, and Herbert could have been the winner. The pitch is high and away. Ball one to Clayton Boyer. 8-8, tenth inning. The one-nothing delivery. Swung on, lined into left center field. Land is racing over and dives. Can't get the ball. Boyer rounds first, hits for two. Landis recovers, quickly throws in, and Boyer holds it second with a double. Jim Landis made a spectacular try for that ball. Now, Ralph Howard talks to Luis Arroyo. He's going up. Objective. Sacrifice. Now we'll watch how the defense plays it. Naturally, uh, time's call for a moment. Wally Moses giving Boyer his uh, regulation cap. Bobby Richardson on deck. J.C. Martin moves in. Of course, Carey is in. They'll try to make the play on Boyer at third. Arroyo 
Not a bad hitting pitcher. Although he's had only two for 12. But here in the 10th inning, the object to be to try to get him over. Whether he can place his bunt well enough remains to be seen. Hacker to the stretch. The pitch is bunted toward third. There goes Boy over, and the play is to first base, to Fox. Beautiful bunt. Hacker throws out Arroyo, who laid it down neatly. And Hacker had to make the play. To Fox covering. So that puts Boyer on third with one out and brings up Bobby Richardson. Popped to short. Single to left. Grounded to short. Grounded to second. And walked. Now the infield is in to cut the run down the plate. With one out. Carey moving in close to protect against the squeeze. Corsetti talking to Boyer. 8-8, 10th inning. Hacker to the windup. The pitch to Bobby. Swung on and popped up. There goes Foxy back out. Still going. And Aparicio makes the catch. And Boyer has to hold it third. So they're two away. Bobby Richardson the infield in, popped it up out into very short center to the right of second base Aparicio raced back and caught it once again for one of a fly ball as in the ninth inning when Howard struck out and it's two out now and Kubek up fly to center and left center foul to the catcher, fly to center and sacrifice So there are two away. 8 8, 10th inning. Boyer open with a double. Hacker to the windup and the pitch to Kubek. Outside, ball one. Now the windup, the pitch. Swung on, lined in the center field for a base hit, scoring a Boyer. And the Yankees go ahead 9-8 as Tony Kubek rips the single to center. And out of the dugout now is Al Lopez. As Kubek rips the single to center to drive in his 28th run. And with Maris coming up, Larson in the bullpen... Lopez said, give me the ball, and it's going to be Big Don coming in. Warren Hacker. Who came on the ninth inning with one out. Pitched an inning and a third. Giving up two hits and one run. Don Larson. Will be making his 18th appearance of the year. He won three and lost one. It'll be his first time out against New York. He was uh, traded by Kansas City to Chicago. In June. Big Don 
comes in to work to Larson. I mean, uh, to uh, Maris. Sue has had quite a day. After popping his short, hit his 35th homer. Then he tripled to right center, grounded to second, and doubled to center. Driven in two runs. Tony Kubek coming up for this first hit of the game to drive in the lead run. The Yankees surely will have to contend with Roy Sievers in the last of the tenth, most likely. Roger Maris up. Two down. Larson into the stretch. Tony with the leadoff first. And the pitch. Swung on. There's a high drive, but not too deep. Smitty is under it at the wall and makes the catch. Sides retired. Crowd started yelling. I thought it might mislead you, but you could tell the ball wasn't quite deep enough, though Smitty caught it at the wall. One run, two hits, no errors, and one left on. At the end of nine and a half innings, Yankees nine, White Sox eight. And in the last half of the tenth, Andy Carey is the first scheduled batter. Then J.C. Martin. And Larson, who's a pretty good hitter, but see what happens before that. You got a fellow named Severs who will be used if needed. One thing I hope you needed and got so you don't find yourself in need of it now is some Valentine beer. Hope you got plenty of those six packs to help make this the most refreshing weekend ever. Valentine six packs. They carry with ease cool and a breeze. And each jolly six pack has six cans of the crisp refresher. In the last of the tenth, it's Andy Carey leading off. Andy walked, tripled to right center, lined to second, and popped to first. This has been an old-fashioned Donnybrook. And it figures to be more of the same yet. Andy steps up. Luis Arroyo. Ready to work. Swings to the windup. And the pitch to carry is low and inside. Ball one. One ball, no strikes. Luis shakes off the sign. Okay, is the next one. Into the windup round comes the left arm. Here's the pitch, and it is swung on. It's a high fly ball into short center. Mantle comes running in. Still coming in, makes the catch, and there's one away. Now it's J.C. Martin coming up. You may wonder why he lets the left-hand batter bat against Arroyo. The other night, for example, he sent in Floyd Robinson against him. Louis's most effective pitch is a screwball, which comes breaks into a left-hand hitter. And he sometimes uh, has difficulty 
pitching to a left-hand batter. He got big Roy Sievers out on deck to hit for Larson. Come what may. J.C. Martin singled, walked, singled, and grounded to short. Eight New York, tenth inning. Arroyo to the windup and the pitch to Martin. Curve outside, ball one, and Blanchard thought he had it. Russ Kimmerer loosening up easily in the White Sox bullpen. These are the kind of games in which folks earn their pay. On and off the field. The one nothing delivery. Swung on. There's the drive. Hit deep to right center. Maris goes hard and Mantle. And Maris makes the catch as Mantle uh, falls down. I think Maris bumped him. But the catch was made. But they're all right. And they're two away. Well, they were both digging for that ball. And here's Roy Sievers. Big Roy. At 30 steel on deck. Batting 311. Arroyo goes to the windup. Here's the pitch. Swung on and fouled off on the ground to the left of the plate. Strike one. No balls, one strike. Roy digs in. Arroyo to the windup. Now the pitch. And it's outside and high. Ball one. One and one. One ball. One strike. Here's the pitch on the way. Outside. Ball two. Two and one. Louis' screwball is missing. Now that means he's got to come back in with something good. Sievers knows it. And he's ready. Two balls, one strike. The wind-up round comes the left arm, the pitch. Outside, ball three, three and one. one count on Sievers. Now the wind up and the 3-1 pitch. It's outside and Sievers walks. And we're going to have a runner. Al Palarsic will run for Sievers.
Luis Aparicio, grounded to second, popped to second, grounded to short, fly to center, and walk. Box on deck. 9-8 New York, 10th inning. And the pitch. It's in there, strike one, nothing in one. a good speed on first Arroyo to the stretch and the pitch inside ball one one and one I was going to get a manicure Monday but I don't need to now one ball one strike Aparicio sets delivers it's outsider Arroyo. Ball two. Two and one to Aparicio. Boyer hollers something over to Arroyo. He was pitching to Sears. He just uh, lost him. And he had one strike in there. Nice falling behind on Aparicio. And it is swung on and popped up. Bobby Richardson backing up, waiting. He's got it, and the Yankees pull it out, nine to eight. After trailing in this ball game, eight to two. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one left on. And they really came from behind to do it today. A game that apparently was gone, and they scored two in the ninth and one in the tenth to win it. With a winning pitcher, Luis Sorroyo. His fourth wins against three losses. The losing pitcher, Warren Hacker, two and two. And thus the Yankees remain in first place by three percentage points over Detroit. They won five extra inning games and lost two. Against Chicago now, they're five and three on the season. And for those of you who tuned in late, the Yankees with more, or rather with uh, Ray Herbert and uh, Ralph Terry, the starting pitchers, took a lead on... A home run by Howard in the second inning, which was matched by Homer by Lawler in the last of the second. The Yankees went ahead 2-1 to one in the third on a homer by Roger Maris, his 35th of the season, that put him 20 games ahead of Bruce's record. And then the last of the third, the White Sox tied it up on a homer by Herbert. Then came the fourth inning when Jim Coates came on to pitch after having relieved Terry in the uh, third. Minosa homered, Lawler walked, Terry tripled. Two runs were in, Martin walked. Uh, then came a force out at second, and the third run in the inning uh, walked as the Yankees uh, uh, scored, rather. The Yankees missed the double play at first by Hare. Fox walked and Landis at a three-run homer and it became 8-2 to two Chicago. Then in the sixth inning, the Yankees knocked out Ray Herbert. Maris triple, Mantle walked. Barris sacrifice fly got Maris home. Howard singled. And Blanchard's double got both Mantle and Howard home. And then a base hit by Lopez pinch hitting got Blanchard home. And that made it 8-6. to six. Meantime, Lown had relieved Herbert and Bauman had relieved Lown in the ninth when uh, Bob served. 
greeted Lowne with a pinch hit homer on his first pitch as was his 11th major league uh, pinch hit homer putting him in a tie for second place for all time pinch hit homers and then after Lowne walked Richardson Bauman came in Kubek sacrificed Richardson and Maris who had a double triple and homer doubled Richardson home and that tied the score they walked Mantle on purpose Barra unintentionally out went Bauman. Hacker came in, struck out Howard, and then on a spectacular catch by Al Smith, Johnny Blanchard was robbed of at least a double or a triple. Just missed the grand slammer by a foot. And then in the 10th inning, the Yankees wrapped it up on a double by Boyer, sacrificed by Arroyo, and a two-out single by Kubek. And Louie, who worked the ninth and 10th and retired six out of the seven men, pitching carefully to Severs and walking, got the win. So we hope you enjoyed the game as much as we enjoyed sending it your way. I hope you... Well, that winds up another Valentine baseball broadcast. This is the home of Champions Network. Quality Modern Radio for the Capital District. This is WOKO, Albany, New York. This is John Miley speaking. We hope that you have enjoyed this game. If you want to know more about other items that exist in the Miley Collection, call 1-812-479-9143. We will look forward to talking with you and hope that you are pleased with our presentations. Cleet Boyer, leading off in the 10th inning. Single to left, grounded to third, hit into a fielder's choice play on the grounder to short and struck out. So the issue now, decision-wise, is up to Hacker and Arroyo. Coates is in position to have been charged with a loss to the ninth inning, and Herbert could have been the winner. The pitch is high and away. Ball one to Cleet Boyer. 8-8, tenth inning. The one-nothing delivery. Swung on, lined into left center field. Landis racing over and dives. Can't get the ball. Boyer rounds first, hits for two. Landis recovers, quickly throws in, and Boyer holds it second with a double. Jim Landis made a spectacular try for that ball. Now Ralph Howard talks to Luis Arroyo. He's going up. Objective. Sacrifice. Now we'll watch how the defense plays it. Naturally, uh, time's call for a moment. Wally Moses giving Boyer his uh, regulation cap. Bobby Richardson on deck. J.C. Martin moves in. Of course, Carey is in. They'll try to make the play on Boyer third. Arroyo, not a bad hitting pitcher. Although he's had only two for 12. But here in the 10th inning, the object to be to try to get him over. Whether he can place his bunt well enough remains to be seen. Hacker to the stretch. The pitch is bunted toward third. There goes Boy over, and the play is to first base, to Fox. Beautiful bunt. Hacker throws out. Arroyo, who laid it down neatly. And Hacker had to make the play. To box covering. So that puts Boyer on third with one out and brings up Bobby Richardson. 
Popped to short. Swing of the left. Grounded to short. Grounded to second. And walked. Now the infield is in to cut the run down to the plate. One out. Carey moving in close to protect against the squeeze. Corsetti talking to Boyer. 8-8, 10th inning. Hacker to the windup. The pitch to Bobby. Swung on and popped up. There goes Foxy back out. Still going. And Aparicio makes the catch. And Boyer has to hold it third. So they're two away. Bobby Richardson. The infield in. Popped it up. Not into very short. Center to the right of second base. Aparicio raced back and caught it. Once again, for one of a fly ball, as in the ninth inning when Howard struck out. And it's two out now, and Kubek up. Fly to center and left center. Foul to the catcher. Fly to center and sacrifice. So there are two away. 8 8, 10th inning. Boy, open with a double. Hacker to the windup and the pitch to Kubek. Outside, ball one. Now the windup, the pitch. Swung on line in the center field for a base hit. Scoring a Boyer. And the Yankees go ahead 9-8 as Tony Kubek rips the single to center. And out of the dugout now is Al Lopez. As Kubek rips the single to center to drive in his 28th run. And with Maris coming up, Larson in the bullpen. Lopez said, give me the ball, and it's going to be Big Don coming in. Warren Hacker. who came on in the ninth inning with one out. Pitched an inning and a third. Giving up two hits and one run. Don Larson. Will be making his 18th appearance of the year. He won three and lost one. It'll be his first time out against New York. He was uh, traded by Kansas City to Chicago. In June. So Big Don comes in to work to Larson. I mean, uh, to uh, Maris has had quite a day. After popping the short, hit his 35th homer. Then he tripled to right center. He grounded to second and doubled to center. Driven in two runs. Tony Kubek coming up for this first hit of the game to drive in the lead run. Yankees surely will have to contend with Roy Sievers in the last of the 10th, most likely. 
Roger Maris up. Two down. Larson into the stretch. Tony with the leadoff first. And the pitch. Swung on. There's a high drive, but not too deep. Smitty is under it at the wall and makes the catch. Sides retired. Crowd started yelling. I thought it might mislead you, but you could tell the ball wasn't quite deep enough, though Smitty caught it at the wall. One run, two hits, no errors, and one left on. At the end of nine and a half innings, Yankees nine, White Sox eight, and in the last half of the tenth, Andy Carey is the first scheduled batter, then J.C. Martin, and Larson, who's a pretty good hitter, but see what happens before that. You got a fellow named Seavers who will be used if needed. One thing I hope you needed and got so you don't find yourself in need of it now is some Ballantine beer. I hope you got plenty of those six packs to help make this the most refreshing weekend ever. Ballantine six packs. They carry with ease, cool in a breeze. And each Jolly six-pack has six cans of the crisp refresher. In the last of the tenth, that's Andy Carey leading off. Andy walked, tripled to right center, lined to second, and popped to first. This has been an old-fashioned Donnybrook. And it figures to be more the same yet. Andy steps up. Luis Arroyo. Ready to work. Swings to the windup. And the pitch to carry is low and inside. Ball one. One ball, no strikes. Louis shakes off the sign. Okay, is the next one. Into the windup round comes the left arm. Here's the pitch, and it is swung on. It's a high fly ball into short center. Mantle comes running in. Still coming in, makes the catch, and there's one away. Now it's J.C. Martin coming up. You may wonder why he lets the left-hand batter bat against Arroyo. The other night, for example, he sent in Floyd Robinson against him. Louis's most effective pitch is a screwball, which comes breaks into a left-hand hitter. And he sometimes uh, has difficulty pitching to a left-hand batter. He got big Roy Sievers out on deck to hit for Larson. Come what may. J.C. Martin singled, walked, singled, and grounded to short. Nine eight New York, tenth inning. Arroyo to the windup and the pitch to Martin. Curve outside, ball one, and Blanchard thought he had it. Russ Kimmerer loosening up easily in the White Sox bullpen.
These are the kind of games in which folks earn their pay. On and off the field. The one nothing delivery. Swung on. There's the drive. Hit deep to right center. Maris goes hard and Mantle. And Maris makes the catch as Mantle uh, falls down. I think Maris bumped him. But the catch was made. But they're all right. And they're two away. Well, they were both digging for that ball. And here's Roy Sievers. Big Roy. At Paricio on deck. Batting 3-11. Arroyo goes to the windup. Here's the pitch. Swung on and fouled off on the ground to the left of the plate. Strike one. No balls, one strike. Roy digs in. Arroyo to the windup. Now the pitch. And it's outside and high. Ball one. One and one. One ball. One strike. Here's the pitch on the way. Outside. Ball two. Two and one. Louis' screwball is missing. Now that means he's got to come back in with something good. Sievers knows it. And he's ready. Two balls, one strike. The wind-up round comes the left arm, the pitch. Outside, ball three, three and one. one count on Sievers. Now the wind up and the 3-1 pitch. It's outside and Sievers walks. And we're going to have a runner. Al Pilarsic will run for Sievers. Luis Aparicio grounded to second, popped to second, grounded to short, fly to center, and walk. Box on deck. 9-8 New York, 10th inning. And the pitch. It's in there, strike one, nothing in one. Larsic with good speed on first. Arroyo to the stretch. And the pitch. Inside, ball one, one and one. 
I was going to get a manicure Monday, but I don't need to now. One ball, one strike. Aparicio sets, delivers. It's outside of Arroyo. Ball two. Two and one to Aparicio. Boyer hollers something over to Arroyo. He was pitching to Sears. He just uh, lost him. And he had one strike in there. Nice falling behind on Aparicio. And it is swung on and popped up. Bobby Richardson backing up, waiting. He's got it. And the Yankees pull it out 9-8. to eight. After trailing in this ballgame, 8-2. to two. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one left on. And they really came from behind to do it today. A game that apparently was gone, and they scored two in the ninth and one in the tenth to win it. With a winning pitcher, Luis Sorroyo. His fourth wins against three losses. The losing pitcher, Warren Hacker, two and two. And thus the Yankees remain in first place by three percentage points over Detroit. They won five extra inning games and lost two against Chicago now. They're five and three on the season. And for those of you who tuned in late, the Yankees with more, or rather with uh, Ray Herbert and uh, Ralph Terry, the starting pitchers, took a lead on a home run by Howard in the second inning, which was matched by Homer by Lawler in the last of the second. The Yankees went ahead 2-1 to one in the third on a homer by Roger Maris, his 35th of the season, that put him 20 games ahead of Bruce's record. And then the last of the third, the White Sox tied it up on a homer by Herbert. Then came the fourth inning when Jim Coates came on to pitch after having relieved Terry in the uh, third. Minosa homered, Lawler walked, Terry tripled. Two runs were in, Martin walked. Uh, then came a four-sided second and the third run in the inning uh, walked as the Yankees uh, uh, scored rather. The Yankees missed the double play at first by Hare. Fox walked and Landis at a three-run homer and it became 8-2 to two Chicago. Then in the sixth inning, the Yankees knocked out Ray Herbert. Maris triple, Mantle walked. Barris sacrifice fly got Maris home. Howard singled. And Blanchard's double got both Mantle and Howard home. And then a base hit by Lopez pinch hitting got Blanchard home. And that made it 8-6. to six. Meantime, Lown had relieved Herbert and Bauman had relieved Lown in the ninth when uh, Bob Serve greeted Lown with a pinch hit homer on his first pitch. It was his 11th major league uh, pinch hit homer, putting him in a tie for second place for all-time pinch hit homers. And then after Lown walked Richardson, Bauman came in, Kubek sacrificed Richardson, and Maris, who had a double, triple, and homer, doubled Richardson home and that tied the score they walked Mantle on purpose and Barra unintentionally out went Bauman Hacker came in struck out Howard and then on a spectacular catch by Al Smith Johnny Blanchard was robbed of at least a double or a triple just missed the grand slammer by a foot and then in the 10th inning the Yankees wrapped it up 
on a double by Boyer, sacrifice by Arroyo, and two out single by Kubek. And Louie, who worked the ninth and tenth and retired six out of the seven men, pitching carefully to Severs and walking, got the win. So we hope you enjoyed the game as much as we enjoyed sending it your way. I hope you. Well, that winds up another Valentine baseball broadcast. This is the home of Champions Network. Quality Modern Radio for the Capital District. This is WOKO, Albany, New York.